1: I'm Scott Jagow. at 721. Glad to have you in on this Sunday morning. Time to check in with Michael Kelly and John Hancock. Good morning, fellas. Morning. Hello. Wow. I feel like it's been a month since I talked to you a week ago. (laughs) This week has been crazy in St. Louis after the crash last weekend that hadn't even made the news when we were speaking on Sunday morning. And then the firestorm that just broke out over Kim Gardner I just want to hear your, your thoughts as you think about the week that's happened. Michael?
2: Go ahead, Michael. Well Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, uh, it's a disappointing week in St. Louis, but it may not be surprising. Um, we've been dealing with a rampant crime problem uh, in our region for several years now. Um, it's only been exacerbated by the fact that we have a prosecutor who's incompetent and not doing her job. Um, this week, it came to a culmination, finally, um, and tragically, um, and here we sit now with a, a prosecutor who's entrenched, saying she won't resign. We're going to have the bigfoot of state government try to play a role here, um, and we all are left hanging in the middle. Uh, things are getting bad in St. Louis. This crime issue is real. Uh, Kim Gardner is a real part of that problem. Uh, and her incompetence uh, hopefully won't be tolerated too
3: much longer. Yeah, you know, I think this sort of this tragedy sort of encapsulates the myriad of problems that we have in the city of St. Louis. There aren't enough police. Uh, I think in that entire district, the downtown district, they had one patrol car that evening patrolling the streets. Everybody else was responding to calls for service. The police department is understaffed, and and this certainly uh, is a case in point. You also have a a suspect arrested for armed robbery who was out on an ankle device on his own recognizance. There was no bail. There was no bond in this case. He was out on his own recognizance for almost three years, violating the terms of his whatever house arrest 51 times. Uh, because of an incompetent prosecutor, And that's another big part of this problem. And then you've got a guy driving recklessly through the streets of St. Louis. That's an ongoing problem that, uh, you know, I don't know if these folks are getting arrested for that, but they certainly I don't think are getting prosecuted for that. And, and a lot of these, whether it's a broken window or a smash-and-grab robbery, you know, those are the crimes that we've got to police and we've got to take care of. And then, of course, obviously – Folks that are using guns in the commission of a crime and killing people need to be locked up and put away. The system is broken on so many levels, and Kim Gardner's part of that broken system, and she does need to go
1: well, Mike, I want to go back to something you said. You used the word incompetent. Is it incompetence on on her part or is it intentional? I mean she talked about wanting to reduce incarcerations, and that's her motive i mean that seems to be.
2: Well, she did run on a platform of reforming the criminal justice system and that one would have to believe was making the criminal justice system work for those who uh find themselves in the midst of it uh the reality of that scott is is in the meantime uh times for for trials have been delayed court dates from the prosecutors have been missed Uh, murderers have been allowed to go out Uh, and being released by judges because uh, she's failed to show up. That's not reforming the criminal justice system. That's just not doing your job. Um, Kim Gardner uh, may very well have an idea uh, that that, that the institutions that we have established are biased and and are harmful uh, to the folks that she seems to only care about. My frustration is she doesn't seem to be focused on any of the victims. Um, And now here we have a national spotlight on her incompetence. So, yeah, I would argue that even if you wanted to say that she wanted to allow people to be able to roam free, uh, one of her main motivations of running was she wanted to reform the criminal justice system, and she's made it worse for those who find themselves incarcerated.
1: So let's say she does get removed from office. John, what should happen going forward then? I mean, is just getting someone else in there going to fix the problems?
3: Well, you've got a situation where, since she has become the circuit attorney, everyone in that office has left. Everyone, some of them a couple of times, you know. It's over a hundred percent turnover rate. That's unbelievable. And so, I'm not sure how much prosecutorial talent is in that office, right? I just don't know. But simply replacing Kim Gardner is a step in the right direction, but whoever takes that position has got a lot of work to do to recruit and retain good deputies and assistant prosecutors, because those are the lying people that actually try these cases. Uh, and it's those positions in a lot of the times under Kim Gardner, where those assistants haven't shown up to court uh, on the on the date of the hearing. And you know that all of that needs to be addressed and solved. It's going to be a long process, difficult.
1: Yeah. Well, you also mentioned police and understaffing and that kind of thing. But I also believe that police in St. Louis traditionally haven't pulled people over. And I saw some opinion column this week about, you know, people are using cars as weapons intentionally right. or not. And we've had the issue with pedestrians getting struck and killed over on South Grand and other places. So to me, uh, you know, there is an issue. There is some responsibility by police to actually stop people when they're speeding. I mean, that's the one thing that drives me crazy in the city. I see people speeding all the time and driving recklessly, and no one gets pulled over.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's a real sense of lawlessness, isn't there? And uh, and it's it's the speeding. It's the reckless driving. It's the breaking windows. It's the uh, Crown Candy got a window broken out uh, the other day. And... And you feel like nothing is done about it. And then on the other side of that, too, is so many of these crimes and a lot of the carjackings and car thefts are are being committed by juveniles. And they go through a whole different uh, court system than adults do. I think it's time maybe to revisit some of these laws and disincent uh, these crime syndicates from recruiting and using juveniles to go out and commit their work, because that's what's happening.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And, Michael, maybe you can elaborate on that because I went to that uh, first meeting of the county crime conference panel in the the second meeting they had in 40 years this week. And Wesley Bell, the prosecutor, and the police chief in the county, Kenneth Gregory, were saying that the kids, they laugh when they get arrested because they know they're going to family court and they'll be back home in two days. So something needs to happen there.
2: Well, definitely. And I think Jefferson City is uh, hopefully going to address that You know, Scott, you started this by saying that you just don't feel like there's ever been pulling anybody over in the city of San Luis. I've lived in the city now for 20 plus years, um, and it wasn't like this five years ago. I've got several tickets that I wound up having to pay because I was driving too fast on the highway. Um, So things have changed. Um, There's no doubt about it. We are short staffed from a police department capacity. We are lacking the political administrative leadership that is necessary to address this crime problem you know one of the things i always hear people pivot to is oh crime is a spiraling and out of control in lots of places well i have two thoughts on that number one i live here um, and you know we're paying a hefty sum to be able to have uh policing um that's number one and number two i don't hear about crime being as rampant as it is here in st louis we're the number one murder capital in the world Uh, I'm getting ready to get in my car and drive out to Fox 2 to do our TV show. And I guarantee you, I'm going to drive by a bunch of piles of glass of cars that have been broken into here in the Central West End. There are no police out on the streets. Now, they may be attending to other calls. um, And boy, just listening to your highlights of the news today, sounds like it was yet another busy night in St. Louis. This idea that we have the sufficient amount of police we need is just a bogus argument.
1: I appreciate your thoughts, fellows. And, in fact, it's funny you said five years ago it was different. I I moved here four years ago, so I missed all that, apparently. But (laughs) thank you, Michael Kelly and John Hancock. As always, this whole week, you guys have been great, and I appreciate your comments. Thanks, Scott. All right. You have a good day. All right, it is 730. You're listening to Total Information AM on KMOX.